Welcome to One Question Wednesday. I'm your host, Jonathan Schechter. This is episode 13. And although all the episodes of the podcast have been really awesome and I've had a really great time uh, making them, this one hit a little bit different. On this episode, I got to talk with Matt Gottesman, who is not an easy man to define under a neat, tidy label because he is just doing so many incredible things. Um, He's got an awesome podcast called Hustle Sold Separately. He has an outstanding newsletter called uh, Permissionless, and he posts some really, really great content on Instagram on a wide variety of topics, Um, crypto, Web 3.0, entrepreneurship, business strategy, and especially Uh, mindset and mindfulness. And so that's why I really wanted to talk to him and have him on One Question Wednesday. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. It was really special for me. And in this podcast, Matt and I talk about what are the most important elements to um, self-development in his opinion. So I hope you enjoy. Hey, Matt. How's it going? It is going great. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me, man. Oh, man. The uh, the pleasure is all mine, for sure. So yeah, let's get started. Um, so welcome to One Question Wednesday, the podcast where we ask our guests one question in regards to transformation and self-development work. So things like breath work, meditation, psychedelics, integration, uh, mindset, cold exposure, and more. And uh, today we, you know, I think every episode of the podcast that I've done has been really special, but this one hits a little bit different uh, for me. I am just super excited and honored to have uh, Matt Gottesman as a guest on the podcast this week. So Matt, welcome. Thank you, man. Thank you for having me here. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. So Matt is just an incredible human being. He's an awesome writer. He's got an incredible podcast, Hustle Sold Separately, which you guys should be following if you're not already. Um, And he puts out just incredible content on Instagram and in his uh, newsletter about a broad range of topics. I know like a lot of the uh, functional information that I've learned about uh, cryptocurrency and NFTs um, have has at least started from something that he's posted. A lot of the mindset work that he's done is awesome. I'm mad. I know you're also like a business strategist with some very prestigious brands. So you're just, uh, you, you cover a, a wide spectrum and we're just so thrilled to have you on the show. Yeah. I think that's sometimes the the hard part, you know, because like society, you hear me say this, society wants to like contain us to like one thing. But if, you know, we start adding up a few years, you start, you know, you go through discovery in a lot of different areas and, and that's growth, right? So it's like, um, it's always interesting when people are like, well, he does this, but he does that, <laughs> but he does this. And so personally, I think they're all interconnected, you know, whatever we choose to do with our life and business or our purpose for work and how we grow in a personal life, they're all really connected because it's like how we're growing as an individual. And then that's going to kind of come out to all these other areas, right? So. Absolutely. Well said. Well, cool. So the format of the show is we just asked the guests one question. So my question for you today is, um, you know, there's so many topics I feel like we could talk about, but just to kind of stay on brand for, for my page as well. If somebody like 
just came to you brand new, like say they, they sent you a message because you're so great at answering people's messages. And, and they were like, Matt, I've had this revelation. I, I, I got to start taking care of myself. I got to start taking care of my life. I got to change my mindset, whatever it is. Like, I've never thought about this stuff before. Where should I start? So like, what is the most important thing to you, in your opinion, about like self-care, self-development? What's like the most important thing that like the thing that you would be like, oh man, okay, you got to start right here. This is uh, important. That's, oh, that's such a, a loaded question too. Um, <laughs> you have to be genuinely curious and you have to display a lot of humility, ask a lot of questions and, a lot, and have a lot of grace with yourself. When you ask a lot of questions and you're coming from a very like humble driven place or like with humility, humility, I say constantly is a superpower because like kind of gets you out of the way and starts asking for help or for questions from people that, you know, can kind of guide you. Right. Grace, because as you learn new things, there's a lot of emotions that come up, like sometimes guilt uh, for like doing things the other way um, or being Mm -hmm. wrong or, you know, having, um, you know, all kinds of new feelings or, uh, you know, feel like you wasted time, whatever it might be. I think when you start the learning process, you have to have a lot of grace on yourself and that's not easy to do. Right. So, um, but you have to genuinely be asking a lot of questions and we can't be so fixated on, um, well, this is the way it's always been done. This is the way I've always known it. Well, obviously, if you start asking questions, everything can be completely flipped upside down and you may not want to deal with it and you may not want to hear it and you may not want to like look at it. But the faster you can start looking at the things and actually get very honest with yourself, which, again, takes humility, the greater you can move through them. Again, because that takes time. I keep coming back to grace. Um, It's so important. We can really give ourselves a hard time. Um, I did for many years. I still have moments of it, especially if you're driven, especially if you take accountability, especially if you are a giver and you give a lot to a lot of people. Um, Way before all this stuff now, giver as in I was a naive giver. So I assumed everybody was behaving, was going to behave the same way back to me. Um, And that hurt after a while of like, oh, wait, I didn't. I had an expectation of somebody and I didn't realize that. And you know, there's all these different things that you, you come to grips with and you don't want to lose your sense of self because of how you're interpreting all the information out there that you start to kind of come to terms with. You actually want to elevate from it, but it's hard, right? Because we, we can start to get into our emotions a lot. And I think dealing with them and having grace is so important. So I can go on tears, but I, I'm trying to like, <laughs> no, man, you, you can definitely go. Um, yeah. That was a great answer. And, yeah, humility that that definitely resonates to me, you know, um and and also just that that curiosity, you know, of like uh what's the saying like the the fool thinks he knows everything and the wise man knows that he doesn't know anything. Not, yeah. You know, but I'm um, uh one of the things that came up while you were talking was this idea that keeps popping up for me about how how fortunate we are to be in this day and age where there's so much information and so many teachers and so much wisdom that's available to us. Like just all we have to do is open our phone, right? Like I've, I've been practicing Buddhism for like 19 years and I'm I'm constantly struck by this idea that the people that like established Buddhism in Tibet, for instance, or any country where it spread had to go like the people from Tibet had to go over the Himalayas by foot or by horse or, you know, pack animal or something. Right. And travel for years to India and maybe 
like, and then go search, right? And maybe bring back as many teachings as they could carry. And like how precious that was. Like this was years of their life and like they were risking their lives to, to get this little drop of knowledge. And now you and I can just flip open our phone and get all of that. So it's like, it's not, it's not that the answers aren't there for us. They're everywhere. It's like, do I have the humility to listen? Do I have that, that, um, that desire to like go out and, and, and try things and apply them in my own life? Because it's not, you know, I don't think anybody these days can say like, well, I just don't know what to do. Right. It's like, well, to go on Instagram, there's thousands of people that'll tell you that they've got the answer. Right. But it's like, how are we actually integrating that wisdom into our lives? That that's the biggest thing right there is the integration part. We can read it. We can seek out mentors. We can ask a lot of questions. We can, you know, uh, go to spiritual retreats. We can go to church or synagogue or temple or whatever, all these things. The integration part is everything. And it's, it only comes from like an internal practice. And that, you know, that takes time. Everything takes time. And I think to your point about we've never had more access to information, which is great because we can find our tribe. We can, you know, we can find the information we need, but it can also be overwhelming if we get too caught up in trying to constantly find more and more information or more and more to, you know, we already know. We already know internally. It's there. It's right. just the relationship we have with ourselves and trusting ourselves. And trusting our intuition and trusting that which, you know, we already know. At whatever level we know it, for whatever reason we know it, doesn't matter if the outside world doesn't. We're a lot of critics and, you know, other things. Like, or people who don't understand, like, why would you do that? And you're like, because it feels right. And so that relationship with ourself is so important. And we're so giving of ourselves to everybody else. I, and it wasn't until I started really realizing, like, I, the... I guess I got, I got tired of the quote, you know, the most important relationship you can have is with yourself. It's like, yeah, but have you really thought about that? Like, have you actually, have you ever actually treated you like pick a best friend you have out there, literally start treating yourself that same way. And I know it sounds weird, but have conversations with yourself and like, you know, or, Hey, what's going on? You know, Hey, how you feeling? Why are you getting tripped up about that? What does that really mean to you? What do you really want? Like actually talk to yourself the way you would treat everybody else. What starts to happen is you start to form a very interesting way to integrate everything else because how you start treating yourself and this kind of clarity comes out is how you end up interacting with everybody else. And I think it's also a way to integrate all the other information that we have access to because we can take it and, and do it to ourselves. And it seems so simple because it is. And it took me many years to, to, to do that. So I, I tell anybody, like, if you can do it, now do it now you know and then that practice but yeah that integration is everything and i don't think we can fully integrate until we start having that relationship with ourselves you know uh, yeah that's so beautiful and, and it, it resonates so much to me like i i remember having sort of this moment that just stopped me in my tracks where i had that a similar revelation where i was like well wait a minute if i was going to like my best friend or even like a acquaintance and was like, hey, I got this problem or this is what's going on. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I shared with them and they gave me back the message that I'm giving myself internally. Nope. I would tell them to go fuck off, right? <laughs> like I wouldn't take that from them. Like that's not a friendly 
way that, you know, that, that, that's being, you know, uh, communicated. So why am I treating myself that way? And it's, it's something, you know, my, my, especially for people that are in these roles now where they are healing and helping and holding space for others. It's like, man, you got to treat yourself, you know, first the way that you want to to show up in the world. And like, I I constantly am talking about that with my partner, you know, who's a, like a licensed therapist, Uh, you know, sometimes she's come to me with like her own problems. And that's literally what I'll say is like, if you had a client in your office and they were telling you this, would you be giving yourself, would you be giving them the same advice that you just like regurgitated to me right now about like your inner dialogue? Like, no, of course not. So yeah. yeah, it's it's a it's a beautiful beautiful practice, and and like you said, it it is a practice because like we've got our whole life worth of stuff that we've you know accumulated, and then you know depending on your philosophical beliefs, you know your the your ancestral uh, beliefs, you know the collective uh, beliefs, and 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 all of that um, to to deal with as well. So there's there's definitely like no lack of inner dialogue to kind of work with and befriend and, and to, um, to, to start to change that relationship with, to me, it's like, yeah, it's, it's just how, how, if I can integrate it, then it reflects outwardly. And I believe that's what you're saying too. Yeah. I mean, the single, I mean, having, having this open relationship with ourselves will end up being communicated out in everything else that we do a lot of the problems that this world is facing right now through division, we won't get into that or anything. Is this like, because a lot of the emotions are being communicated in the macro when the answers start in the micro. And it's once you have that relationship with yourself, you're going to treat everybody else differently, no matter what angle they're playing from. Um, and it changes, it changes. Cause it's like, if you, if you're treating yourself a certain way, that's really good somebody just lashes out at you like, Hey, listen, yo, I, I appreciate it. You know what? Like, I don't, I don't do that kind of like convo. I don't really get down that way, you know, and that kind of talk, but I'm here, I'll go listen to you, but I'm just, I'm throwing that out. Like, I don't, I don't talk to me that way. So I'm, I'm, I'm not going to expect that anybody else to like allow that, but I, I hear you like go if you want to talk. And so it forces honesty <laughs> everywhere because how you're treating yourself, you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, do you know how hard I work on myself? Like, I don't have, I don't have time to sound that way. Like you sound that way to me, but, but you're frustrated. I get you talk. Tell me what you're feeling. Boom. You disarm people so fast versus this constant, like, yo, dude, why are you tripping on me? Like, or why you sound this? Or, you know, people are just so quick with emotions. We cannot just keep reacting. We have to respond. And the only way we can respond accordingly is to know our emotions. So when somebody comes at you or, or, or a situation is also challenging you because sometimes you are wrong. A lot of times we're wrong, right? It could be both. If we have a relationship with ourselves, I know one of two things happens when I'm being approached with something um, that I may be uh, a, a role in it. Either I am accountable, I have to be accountable in that I may have you know, done something and it's good to like hear it out and understand that's how we get accountability. Or I have such a strong relationship with myself that I will not be easily swayed if somebody else is being triggered or, or tripped up, you know, um, I can say, you know, I, I hear you. Um, certainly not how I'm, you know, that's not like my, how my intention and certainly not how I've been ha- behaving. So I'm going to kind of stand firm in this and we can talk a little bit more about maybe why you're feeling that. And maybe that brought up some other things, you know, so it's like, 
we can, we can stand a little bit more confidently. And the reason I had to learn that is because I used to take it on as a giver. I used to take that on from other people. If somebody were to like, Oh, Hey, you know this. And I would be, cause you know, like we're, I'm driven, I'm a giver. I'm like, Oh, okay. No, I get it. I thank you for sharing that with me. And I'd be hard on myself. And after a while I was like, no, like if my intentions are really pure and I know where I'm coming from and they're really good, you can't sway me, but it's also my job to be accountable and to be listening and to be like, because I may have missed something and I may have done something wrong and I have to own that too. So there's like this balance, but again, all, all that comes back from the relationship we have with ourselves. And I, I know everybody's like seeking outside validation and outside, you know, mentorship and outside everything. It, and it's great. I mean, well, the validation, not so much, but um, ultimately it's the conversation we have with ourselves daily, you know? Yeah. I, I love that. And I love, it sounds like you've, you're, what you're describing is going from sort of that like golden rule of like, Hey, you know, you treated me this way. So therefore I'm going to react in kind right. to being the change that you want to see in the world. Right. So there's a lot of, that shows to me a lot of growth and a lot of grace, you yeah. know, to bring it back to your original point of like being able to say, Hey, I have boundaries for myself and this is what I will and will not tolerate, but I still love you. And I still know right. that even, even though you're angry or you're upset and you're coming at me with some weird energy, like I love you and I love myself to know that it's not personal. And right. like, what, what can I do to, to still help you in the face of that is incredibly gracious. Right. So, and you know, like that's something that I feel like you embody in the work that you do and the way that you show up online is like, you know, when I look at myself, you know, like I'm a pretty new account. This is a new podcast. Like you didn't really have anything to gain by coming on here, but you, you, and I was like, man, this is a long shot. Matt's going to totally be like, I'm super busy, bro. And you were like, yeah, what can I do for you? And, um, that was to me as it was in super, super gracious. Um, so like just, being able to embody the way that you want to show up in the world to me is an indication of the work that, that we've done, you know, and, and to me, like that shows up in, in the way that you carry yourself. I, I do want to share something that it's really important for anybody listening for what you just said. Um, you know, Gary V did that for many years and he still does it. He's still approachable. Yeah. Obviously when you're dealing with millions of people, it's a little bit different. Um, but you know, I had, a, I remember on one of my bigger accounts, I had a, a, a kid from India um, who said, you know, hey, um, why did you respond to me? And I was like, what do you, what do you, what, what do you mean? He goes, well, you're so busy. Like, I'm, I'm nothing. I'm like, what are you talking about? You know? And he's like, well, no, I mean, just like, you know, I'm not, at, you know, whatever, all this other stuff. And I said, listen, I'm like, social media's got it all backwards. I was like, I have so much respect for you for contacting me about my work, which I wouldn't have known otherwise, you taking time out with my work to contact me, that's respect. The only most appropriate thing I could do is respond back and thank you for like taking the time with something that means so much to me and also have a, like a dialogue of like what's happening with the world in which I'm interacting with. I wouldn't know otherwise. I was like, this doesn't work without like with a one way street, it, it, you know, and I get, I get how social media, because I've been in the social media game for a long time, and I, I try to tell a lot of the influencers, I'm like, why don't you try to create community influencers, community over like what's really, you know, what, 
what how you're portraying things and not, don't have time for people um, because it's a two way street and the respect is me showing it back, you know. And I and I told this kid that and I was like, you have any like clue like what that means to me in my work? And um, he hadn't thought of it that way. <laughs> he was like, oh man, like you know, thank you. I was like, thank you, you know. And so um, I'm glad you did ask me because at the same time the respect is like yeah, I would love to have a conversation about this stuff. Like all that stuff, if something's new, if something's not new, if something's big, if something's small, like it means, that means nothing to me. Like if we're going to have great conversations that can impact even five people or 10 people or something like that, like how incredible of an opportunity is that? Um, and I think, you know, in a transactional world, relationships are the future where we're heading anyway, especially, in, you know, when I geek out on that old web three stuff and we're, times are changing. So I'm, I'm equally grateful. And I just, I want anybody listening to like, there's people you want to reach out to. Yeah. Not everybody will like respond. It, you know, it happens to all of us, by the way, <laughs> but the good ones, but, but the ones that vibe do, um, you know? So, um, yeah. So I just, it's, it's actually out of a lot of respect for you even asking me. So I'm like, absolutely. Let's do it. You know? Well, I appreciate it. And, and I really resonate with what you say. Cause like I was thinking back, one of the most impactful conversations that I ever had was with this old guy, um, on the, airport on the airport ride um to get on a plane to leave china and he was from egypt and he just asked me about my story and gave me this like advice that at the time i was like man this guy doesn't know what he's talking about but i don't want to be disrespectful to him and it was so right on that like even to this day you know like i I think about him all the time where i'm like man that guy knew me like to a t he could predict the future and he didn't have anything to gain by just giving me this knowledge you know it was just a human interaction but you know the the i really do you know commend the people like you the people like Gary V that are giving um people the example of like hey it doesn't have to be about the ego it doesn't have to be about your vanity metrics it's about the relationships and what kind of impact, you know, you're leaving on the world and the people around you. And like, it's been so inspirational to me. I mean, Gary V is the reason that I'm doing this podcast right now. He's probably the reason that I know your account. Cause I'm sure like way back in the day when I started to like get interested in this stuff, your account probably like popped up right along alongside of his. And I was like, Oh man, this guy is doing some awesome stuff too, you know? So I just really appreciate that there are people like you and like Gary in the world that are, you know, really walking their walk and like embodying that change that, that they, that they preach about, not just like um, talking about it. So Matt, I definitely appreciate your time and your wisdom and your conversation today. Yeah, no, thank, thank you. That's, um, that's a great compliment. Um, I, sorry, by the way, if anybody can hear my dog snoring, <laughs> but um. No, I, uh, you know, I think it's, it's an incredible compliment because we can't really, I don't think we can really lead unless we have our own humility to kind of like to, to do. And if I have to go first in certain things, then, then fine, I'll go first. And like, you know, like this might work, you know? So, um, and, but it gives me greater context, which gives me more ability to relate. If I can't relate to people, why am I even saying anything that I'm saying? And I think that that's why it's so important. Like context is everything. And we only get context from like doing, you know, from experience. Um, and um, 
that experience also teaches us like teaches us the game you know we, we start to figure out the game after a while and we start to kind of like worry a lot less it takes time I, and i still have my work on different things of course but like i don't know i have the tools you know now a little bit more and um but it's that point of like instead of just being lip service it's like hey uh, i'm gonna try this and we're gonna see what go what, what happens from this or hey here's something i realized or here's a lesson i went through you know and i, I like the ability to be able to share context um over content it's just that it's delivered through content. <laughs> so that's, you know, so I, so I take the compliment very highly and respect it. Thank you. Yeah. And just to, just to bring it back to full circle to where we were, you know, it's like the, it, what a blessing that there are people that are sharing their experience and their knowledge with, with us, because like, I've always found that to be one of the funniest things about human nature is like when we're kids, there's probably at least our parents that are like, Hey, don't make that mistake. Don't do that. But how do we learn the best, right? We learn the best by falling, by learning how to pick ourselves back up, by the the lessons that we learn in the failing and in the trying. So the fact that there's people that are out there that are like, hey, I've done this already. And if you want to go do it too, like by all means, knock yourself out. But this is what I learned. And you can find a way to like shortcut you know, and, and take advantage of the things that I learned, you know, I always think about like Tim Ferriss, um, where he talks about like the, the contrast between the 10,000 hours that you need to put in and no one's saying that you don't have to put in the 10,000 hours, but if you can find a mentor and a teacher that's already put in 10, 20, a hundred thousand hours, how much quicker are you going to like learn and soak up that knowledge? So just, uh, you know, nothing but love for you, man. Oh, thank you, man. Thank you. Happy to, happy to do this anytime, man. So awesome. So if people want to know more about Matt Gosman, where should they go? I got a few recommendations but I <laughs> hear from you. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, they can obviously, they can find me on here that at Matt Gottesman. Um, I do, uh, write pretty consistently on my sub stack, which is titled permissionless, meaning, you know, we, we no longer live in this world. We never really did, but we, ne- we no longer live in this world of needing um, permission to do anything that we want to do. And, and, um, and uh, you can find that's mattgottesman.substack.com, but it's called Permissionless. Um, and over there, it's like, it's just talk a lot about everything like mindfulness and, you know, and spirituality to business and crypto and NFTs. I've been in crypto and NFTs. Well, I've been in crypto for four or five years. So um, happy to talk about that in creator economics. My podcast is The Hustle Sold Separately. It's on like all platforms. Um, MattGottesman.com. Um, we are permissionless.com. That's probably a pretty good start. <laughs> so, and of course, anybody can DM me here. You know, I, I tell everybody like DM me, I'll answer for the most part. <laughs> so, yeah, awesome. Well, everybody should definitely check out your awesome content. I, I really like your uh, Substack and. Um, you know, been getting more into the podcast and I just love how they play off of each other and really enrich one another. So I really appreciate you, brother. Um, and yeah, and thank, thanks to everybody that, that tuned in for today's episode or is watching the replay. I really hope you enjoyed this content. Um, if you like, you know, check out the rest of the episodes. This is episode 13. Um, so the rest of the episodes are on my um, IG and we're going to start um, putting them up on Anchor pretty soon. Um, so yeah, you can follow me to stay up to date on that podcast. And just one more note, um, next week is going to be the last uh, show of 2021. And I'm going to do something a little bit different. Uh, I'm going to take some questions by myself for once. Um, so um, send, me, send, send me your questions, um, shoot me a DM, or um, I've been posting it on my stories, um, like a little prompt 
So I'd love to hear your questions and be able to talk on them. I already have a couple of really good ones. So really appreciate everybody's time today, especially Matt Gosman. And yeah, take care, everybody. Have a great day. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thanks for checking out this episode of One Question Wednesday. I hope that not only you enjoyed it, but that you feel inspired to go and practice, you know, go meditate, do some breath work, take an ice bath, or that you feel curious about adding a new practice to your self-development and transformation work. As always, if you can like, follow, subscribe the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to it on, that really helps just making that or adding a review really helps push the show up in the algorithm. And also follow me on Instagram at Blue Magic Alchemy, all one word. And if you're interested in learning more about breathwork or you'd like support integrating or preparing for self-development and transformational work, uh, reach out to me at bluemagicalchemy at gmail.com or on Instagram to set up a discovery call for integration coaching. Until next time, thank you, be well, and keep practicing. Mm -hmm.